There are times in our lives where they say the best blessing is to be a blessing. I am here to testify about that. Oh, this story gets me emotional. Let's talk about it. What's up, what's up, what's up, my beautiful girls and my wise men listening. You are watching and listening to Girl Talk with Jay Marie. And yes, y'all, it's Girl Talk, but a wise man is listening. And today it is story time with Jay Marie. So y'all see I have the queen of everything jar here where I am going to pull from here a story to share with you improv something i've never spoke about or if i have i don't know that's what we're going to talk about got my little my little things in here to pull out i want to say thank you so much to those who have recently subscribed who've been watching and listening i really appreciate it all across the world we we enter a new territory i see y'all i promise i appreciate you all throughout this world uh and joining and giving your your uh two cent two ears to my little two cents i appreciate it so let's go ahead and get into the story time you know i love telling the story i love it all right, I'm always nervous because I never know what I'm going to pull out and I want to make sure I think of it fast enough. I'm never scared to tell y'all about nothing because, shoot, all my little stories, listen, y'all going to learn something from me. One thing about it, okay, I'm not looking, I'm not looking, I'm shaking, shaking for those who are not watching the video, which you can watch on YouTube and Facebook if you find Girl Talk with J. Marie Page. Otherwise, you are listening with your ears, so let me give you play-by-play. And I pulled out a yellow one. And this yellow one says, oh, <laughs> this is fun. Okay, so this topic is change the world experience. What is a time where you had a change the world experience doing volunteer work, etc.? Oh, it is so funny because I'm on my way right now to go do some volunteer work for the organization that I serve with. Um, and I'm excited about that. Uh, so let me just think of a volunteer experience that happened to be extremely life changing for me. I have been blessed to do ministry work in the Bahamas with, um, um, a nonprofit organization. I've been blessed to do ministry work in Jamaica multiple years um, with a nonprofit organization. And then, um, well, Trey Works. And then uh, in the United States, I've worked everywhere in the, in the U.S. Each, I mean, many different cities I've served. And in Los Angeles, primarily, uh, I serve. And uh, I'm just trying to, you know what? I have a time. I have a time. I have a time. And it's so funny because I've worked with kids. I volunteer coaching track and field. Um, there's so many moments with those kids. Uh, so many moments with those kids. So many moments with the kids that I work with now in Watts, California. I love them so much. Um, so many different times of crying <laughs> because I'm proud of them or crying because I'm proud of the leaders of that organization. I served with another incredible organization called um, uh, Create the Change as well. Had many, 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 many different times of doing Create the Change work that uh, blessed me, especially in 2020 when we were on the front lines of the marches and protests here in the United States and Hollywood. Um, those days were powerful and more than, I mean, it's unexplainable, the changing of who I was doing that work. But... Um, 
Yeah, working with um working with these last few organizations here in Watts, I think it's been the absolute most fulfilling time of my life. Um, serving, I mean, serving overseas is, I mean, overseas out of this country is incredible for me. You know, when I've served in the Bahamas, when I've served in Jamaica, I love all of that. But one thing I know is like when I'm sitting here in my city and I see with my own two eyes what's happening here, I have to have to address that and I have to be a part of that um, in my own country. And so I, I sew into the organizations who work in other countries and I sew into like Heifer International and Amnesty. I, I work with international people um, because that's where my heart is. But here, my most, I think, focused and um, die hard service is going to be, you know, with with my rock air kids because first of all they they serve them in a way that i am active in the world so like i work in the industry the entertainment industry and they do a lot of service to teach children how to get into what their dreams and aspirations are so that's definitely what my heart is but what i will say my experience and i'll just leave it at this one i just said so many different places so look at that um there's all those different organizations that you can serve with. I just listed a gang of them. So Google them. So many different places where you can donate and give. Um, but I'll go back some years. This is like one of the first places that I ever served in outreach. And it was what my passion was going to be. And I had no idea that's what God was going to do in my life. Was cause me to be a, a lifelong servant and philanthropist and I mean, advocate and activist and mentor and coach. I mean, I'm all these things now. And it was initiated at this one organization led by Brandy Ziegler um, as one charity. It so has my heart. I has my heart forever because I was in church when I met her. I was going to one church and that was very when I first got saved. And I found Jesus and I had no idea how to pray. <laughs> Imagine now I have a prayer ministry. It's so funny how God used my heart for service to do all the things he wanted to do. But well, that's another story for another day. But anyways, fast forward to my big experience and my moment that I wanted to share with you through as one. Number one, I learned how to pray there. I remember we used to pray before we would go out there and I used to be so scared that they would ask me to pray because I didn't know how to pray. In my opinion, I didn't know how to pray, but, um, there was, there is no right way to pray for a side note. Like praying is coming up. It's going to come from your heart. And as long as God knows that it's pure and coming from your heart and then that initial way of learning how to pray is all you need. And then from there you learn your scriptures and you apply your scriptures and the word of God and so forth and so on. And you just start seeing more and more power in your prayers, which is another, another story. But anyhow, um, I learned how to pray there. And we would go downtown to a very um, uh, hard to even just like see, an unrealistic place in my opinion. It shouldn't be like this, but it's called quote unquote Skid Row. That's what the world calls it, but we called it Heavenly Row because, you know, and Hope Row because we spoke life over it and what we really wanted to see come out of there um, while we were serving and so forth. And um, I was down there and I met this black lady she was a black young chick or whatever she probably was 30 something maybe younger than that I don't know 
I never asked her her age. Now that I think about it. And the, the, this was after I had been gone for several, uh, probably a year, maybe even more than a year at that point. And me and one of my big guy friends, he was, he was one of my friends and he's like a bodyguard now. Uh, he, he was there and, um, at the time we kicked it a lot. We were always together and we'll just call him Carrie. <laughs> ah! Anyways. So Carrie and I would ride down together sometimes if we missed the bus. And like that particular time we had went and he would always like kind of be protecting everybody. We all felt safe around him. And um, then we would do the work of the prayers and stuff. And he was the protector. Okay. Which I did appreciate. And he uh, and I saw this chick and there was a couple other people, but him and I for sure saw this lady and she, um, she obviously was homeless. She was on drugs. She was actually high in that moment. There was a lot of people that we would pray for that would be high, but she would come to me and she remembered me every time I came down there. And I remember her obviously, but she always remembered me. And when I came down there that day, she was, um, Ooh, and I think I'm about to cry. Dang. She was naked. Like for the most part, uh, her clothes was, she was revealing herself basically. And she, and, um, I remember we like, we put something up because we would take clothes and shoes and what the heck? I did not think I was about to cry. We would take clothes and um, shoes and food out there to them. And that day she was really high and she didn't have on no clothes for real. So you could like see her and um, we had put up like a, a sheet or something, whatever, something to cover her so we could give her some clothes and she could cover herself back up. While I prayed with her. Sorry. Dang. I don't know why. I didn't think I was about to cry. But that really, really, really broke my heart. Every time it would break my heart. It still breaks my heart. When I go out there and I see those people who are sleeping outside and who don't have no clothes. And some of them, yes, they're addicted to drugs or whatever. Some of them are mentally ill and you just never know what the story is going to be unless you ask and find out and they trust you enough to tell you. But in her case, she was on drugs and she had a kid and her kid was staying with family in another city. She wanted to pray for her kid every time we prayed and then she prayed. Of course, we prayed for her to get better. And so the reason why I bring this story up Weirdly enough, I'm crying, but there was a testimony attached to it. Because <laughs> we would go back week after week. And me and Carrie, Carrie was there with me. He he helped me this day. And one time, she was like, you know, we would always talk about her getting better. And we would look up places for her to go. Looking for a bed that she could stay in. And one day, she was tired of it. And she just was like, okay, I'll go. And we had got her a call. Um... We had got her to the place, and she got checked in. Ooh, Lord, I haven't told this story in so long. Um, so weird. Because she ended up getting in the place, and I would go back and see her, and I would bring her clothes, and I would keep praying for her. And she ended up getting better. And I just remember her gaining weight. And her skin looking better and her having her hair done and her having on clothes. <laughs> and like I said, I um 
I had no idea that this was going to come from all of this. But I just remember that she was the first person I ever see come off the street and change her life around. And I don't even know what's going on with her to this day. It's so weird. I don't know. I mean, it was like a season. And God just wanted me to be there and help her through that. And I used to go check on her all the time. And I'm not sure. I don't even know how we ended it. This had to be 12 years ago now. But I just know I remember her life changing. And I was able to be blessed to be a part of the work that God wanted me to do in that time. And Carrie, and I love him still to this day because he was very much had a super amazing heart to serve people, even though he, other people might've been intimidated by him for whatever reason. That was one of the blessings is you would see so many people out there who had a heart to love on others and bless others. And you just never know how we connected to these people in whatever way. So I just want to encourage you that if you are going to be giving to others, if you have a heart to give to others, if you have a desire to help people, do it. Don't hesitate to do it. Um, if you want to start a nonprofit organization, do it. It doesn't have to be huge. Teach your kids to give. Teach your kids to sow into others and to help others. Go volunteer at homeless shelters. Go volunteer at the places where the older people are. Just think about what your family would need and, and go and be a part of that blessing. You don't have to have a lot to serve. You just don't. You just need to have your two hands, your two feet, your your heart, and your time. So even if it's for one hour, just go do something to help others. If you don't have time, give your money. Because if you don't have time, you should have some type of money somewhere. So donate. You know, donate. If you're a student, then you can volunteer and serve in some capacity. Um it's open for you to do that. I encourage you to do it. I pray for you to do it. And I ask God to bless you as you do it, that he sows back into you everything you give out. That's my story for today. Thank y'all so much for joining and listening and working through me. Uh, I don't know why I got emotional. I don't think I'm PMSing, but you never know. I guess I should look at the calendar. All right, y'all. I love you so much. Ready for this next episode. Happy new year for those who didn't get to hear me tell you last time. Um, um, please make sure you follow, like, subscribe, and share this season, or this season, this episode. <laughs> I love you. Oh, you're still alive. You got an opportunity to write your own happy ending. So get to writing. Peace.